You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is Views from Mid-Street. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, wrapping up the Views from Mid-Street podcast here on the Odyssey Network. Rob Brown, the great one, Lonzo Wrightsell with you. And again, if you haven't yet done so, do us a favor. Subscribe to the Views from Mid-Street podcast wherever major podcasts are found. And make sure that you click the little favorite icon so that you get alerted every time a new episode drops. And if you are enjoying the pod, do us a favor, share us around within your sur- your social circle. Hit your friends, your family. That guy walks around your neighborhood in that Panthers hat every day. Walk outside and tell him about the views from Mint Street pod so we can all be together in Carolina harmony, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's take a look. Uh, at a couple of other things, I, I wanted to to throw this out there because, you know, we've talked about PJ. We've talked about Bake. We've talked about Sammy D. And my goodness, no shortage of who should we draft next year in the NFL draft. No shortage of, of speculation about whether it's CJ or Bryce or Will or whoever else might be that dude next year. There's one guy whose name has, interestingly enough to me, been left out of pretty much every conversation of late. And that includes by me. I absolutely acknowledge that I have brought him up a couple of times, yet continued to skip right over the guy. He is obviously out with the injury. He might be available back next year, but Matt Corral getting injured. Matt Corral not able to play this year. What is the future of Matt Corral out of Ole Miss? What is the future of Matt Corral with this program? It's kind of a crap spot that he finds himself in, Zoe, because this would have been an excellent year for Matt Corral to get some XP, to see how the season works, maybe even to work his way onto the active roster and get some PT down the line. But because of the injury, we just have not seen him and have not gotten an opportunity to get that much time with him under center. He is dealing with the Liz Frank injury. That is a a, kind of an interesting injury in that it doesn't seem like a whole heck of a lot. There's a lot of guys that have to get corrective surgery for a Liz Frank and they bounce right back. There's a lot. Drew Brees had it. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of guys that have to get a surgery to heal up a Liz Frank injury, and they're never really the same. It just kind of lingers. Uh, he is young. He is early in his career. That increases the odds that he will bounce back. 
he's not being rushed along in his progression, both because of the injury and the fact that we have been carrying three or four quarterbacks the majority of the year. And there's not a ton of pressure on the guy, right? Like the expectations that he's going to show up and be the guy aren't there. I'm really intrigued as to what, if any, uh, what, if any news we're going to get out of Matt Corral as we approach the draft Lonzo, uh, or if we are just locked into taking a QB without this cat ever really even getting a shot. So you asking the question implies that maybe you thought he could be the guy eventually, which I never did. And why bring him back now? I mean, there's no point in doing it. You, you bring him along slowly. Even if he was healthy right now, I think, I think you don't bring him back. And the other thing is, who's going to be a coach of this team next year? We don't know. And will Baker be here? Will, will Darnold be here? Will PJ be We have no idea who's going to be here. So if he's not going to get to play this year, and with that injury, he's not going to get to play this year, there's no sense of bringing him back. You hate that he's an afterthought, but Matt Corral is an afterthought right now. He really is. And, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting spot in that there's a lot going for him. Uh, there's a lot that sets him up to have a crack at success. But there's also a lot of situations that have nothing to do with him around the Panthers as a whole that may prevent him from ever getting a crack before he actually gets a crack. By the way, that list Frank injury, I was I was thinking about it uh, while I was saying it a minute ago. Remember, the list Frank injury, the the foot injury that Matt Corral has, is the same injury that Greg Olson got towards the end of his career. And was never really the same after he got it the first down. It slowed him down quite a bit. And he was never really the same offensive tight end before he had to call it a career back in 2018 and then walked away. Uh, so it's 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 not something that is a for granted that he'll be able to bounce back from that and be the same guy. But like I said, he's young. Maybe he'll get a crack. Um, that being said, I, I I would think that before the injury, if Matt Corral made himself stand out uh, as a guy that was going to create a scenario where we did not need to draft a quarterback next year, he would have already. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He would have already been that, right? We'd already seen that. I'm I'm curious as if to as if he sticks around, right? As a backup, if PJ Walker gets released or made a practice squad guy, if Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield don't come back next year. But I think a lot of this, Lonzo, frankly, a lot of this very much hinges on what Baker Mayfield does this Sunday at Baltimore. And if he has a great game, which fingers crossed he does, what he does for the remainder of the year, if he is capable of earning another year and preventing us from feeling like we're obligated to draft a quarterback. 
I just find it very interesting that we spent a third round pick on a guy and he's not really been talked about at least that often by the organization ever since that. You know, but considering the situation, the quarterback situation right now, and again, we don't know who the coach is going to be next year. If you bring the guy in and and if Tepper gives him the same control that he's given the other head coaches where they can make decisions like this, there's a good shot that none of these guys are going to be here next year. But Corral uh, is the cheapest because he's on a rookie contract. You keep him around because you have no idea what you got with him, and it's cheaper to keep him around. Um, so why not keep him around and maybe draft a quarterback? Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. One more story. One more story before we call it a day, because I saw this earlier and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. You've got, this has got to be a joke, right? How about this? Uh, there is a report out right now, though, that the NFL has sent a memo. CBS reporter Jonathan Jones dove into the league's unsportsmanlike conduct rule with the, quote, application and consistency, end quote. That's from the memo of judgment pertaining to the on-field removal of helmets, ladies and gentlemen. Check wow. this out. I know. I saved this one for last just for you, Lonzo. Uh, John Jones. After DJ Moore got his helmet to, well, took his helmet off and got the 15 yard flag that some people, though specifically and majoritively believe, cost us the game against Atlanta in Atlanta, which, by the way, would have put us one game back of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers instead of a game and a half. A week later, Jalen Ramsey of the Rams was celebrating a game clinching play over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And after that play was over, on the field, Jalen Ramsey popped the lid off, removed the helmet, and guess what didn't happen to Jalen Ramsey? No flag. No flag on Jalen Ramsey. So Jones decided decided to dig into that just a little bit, and he found out that the NFL talked to the NFL officials and basically said, hey, do us a favor. When it comes to the on-the-field helmet removal, use your head, right? Here's what Jones wrote, quote, As written, the rule which was established in the late 1990s and has since been slightly tweaked leaves something to be desired in these two instances. Officials have been instructed, and they were reminded in the past two weeks to use a, quote, heavy dose of common sense, end quote, when applying the rules, drawing from a quote from Hall of Fame official Art McNally. So DJ gets flagged, 15 yards. The extra point in that kick is no good. We get a couple of other boneheaded mistakes, and we cost ourselves the game to Atlanta. A week later, Jalen Ramsey picks off, well, one of the Rams picks off Tom Brady. Jalen Ramsey pops his helmet off. No flag in a similar situation. And now the NFL is telling the officials, hey, use a little common sense. Um, It doesn't impact us. It's not going to reverse the outcome of that game. I really just wanted to see uh, if I could get Lonzo's uh, blood pressure beeper to get set off on the air. That's why I brought that up. Nah, not this time. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> what the NFL says, hey, our bad. We should just, just shake it off and go, oh, okay. They feel bad about it. It's all right. <laughs> 
It's good. We're, we're good. You made a mistake. It's all right. Uh, this is another one of those. We're always going to have a problem with this when it's left up to um, the opinion of the referees. Some things are obvious. Some things are not. Uh, but common sense? Really? Really? Common sense. Uh, do they have a test for common sense so we can gauge which referees have more common sense than other common sense? Is there like a test you could take or something? I, I just want to know so I can go, oh, we got that dude. He has no common sense at all. We're in trouble. I wonder if the next copy of Madden is going to have common sense rankings for every player and the officials. You can go into the settings and jack up or down the common sense level of the officials within the game. That ought to be great. Absolutely gold. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the Monday edition of the Views from Mint Street podcast. Remember, wherever podcasts are found, you'll find Views from Mint Street. Click that subscribe button and make sure you tag the little bell or the whistle or the heart or the whatever it is so you don't miss an episode, including this upcoming Wednesday's episode. We will drop the next episode on Wednesday. Between now and then, leave us some comments on social media at the Rob Brown Show at Lonzo on Word, W O R D at Lonzo on Word. And we will pick up the conversation on Wednesday. Lonzo, any final words for the people? Yeah, make sure you stay hydrated and be careful because those high ankle sprains can come from anywhere. You just walk around a corner, boom, there you are, high ankle sprain. Look out. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, remember use your common sense. That's it for us. He's Lonzo. I'm Rob. We'll see you back here on Wednesday for the next episode of Views from Mint Street. Keep pounding, baby!